Hi, I'm Hannah. I play Winifred, the half-elf, feisty, fierce fighter. Hi, I'm Austin. I play the halfling elf, Val Oakman, the grifting ranger. Hi, I'm Patty. I play the half-elf, warlock, Dave Jaraxxus. I'm Ben. I play Soren, a fallen Osmar paladin. Hi, I'm Danielle. I play a dragonborn sorcerer named Kaida. I'm Cameron, your DM slash headmaster, and this is Battles and Brews, a D&D podcast. Okay, so last time we left off, you guys had all just fallen asleep, and you had a shared dream of a woman in a purple gown. Um, You saw yourselves on a ship, and then you heard a voice tell you to find the flesh. Afterwards, you all fall back into a deep sleep, and then you wake up. The first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to get right up, and I'm going to just walk right into my bathroom, and I'm going to splash some water on my face to make sure I'm awake, everything's fine, and I'm going to make my way out to the living quarters and just kind of, is it daytime? It's daytime It's first thing in the morning. Okay, yeah. I'm just going to sit there and wait and just kind of rethink everything that happened and sit in my own mind for a little bit. I also do not have my mask on. I was too tired and too scared to put it on. So for the first time ever, everybody's going to see my face, which is, I'm a very beautiful little half-elf. Cute button nose. I will say it is the absolute butt crack of dawn. Okay, no, that's, I'm I'm awake. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm just going to, I've been trying to sleep, but just lying in my bed trying to process everything and kind of get out just being remembered from the stories of my parents of just my past um, or their past that includes mine now. And uh, getting up, walking outside, going to the dining room area, sitting down and trying to absorb everything that I just saw for this past night. I as well get up, get all ready, and I meet Val and Winifred out in the dining area, and I just kind of sit down in a, in a blank stare, because I as well am kind of, like, shooken by the dream that I have. I think we're just all in a... So is it only you three awake right now? Uh, no. Um, Soren's awake. He's going to come out of his room, but he just kind of looks unfazed. Everything's normal to him. He will just kind of hang out and just sit there. And being a sailor, you know, I'm up whenever the sun's up, really. So as soon as, you know, the sun kind of comes up out of the, you know, out of nighttime, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'm awake. And, you know, we had a kind of a dreamless end of our sleep, and and that's not that abnormal for me. So basically, um, from the schedules that you've been given at this institute... You know, this is essentially your time for breakfast. Okay. Before your first period of the day. Well, how did everyone sleep on their first night? I slept okay. I kind of had a weird dream. I slept fine. I just... Oh, I, I had a weird dream. It felt me uneasy, to be honest. Yeah, I had this, uh, this dream of a, a woman with brown hair and a purple gown on the ship. It told me to find the flesh. 
Really? I, I had I had the same dream as the both of you. Uh, yeah, I had the same dream. How did we all have the same dream? What, what about? Yeah, I mean it's it it wasn't that out of the out of the ordinary for me. But I guess if everyone else had the same dream, it's it's a little odd. You, you've had similar dreams with other people before. Yeah, if, not with other people, but with. Ever since my incident, it's I've had weird dreams. What incident? If this is something that's normal to you, maybe we should discuss that. If you're okay discussing said things, well, well, it's not something I, I really like to talk about. Okay, I just think it's quite odd. We've all had same restless dreams. Soren, did you have any dreams? Um, yes, I did. Was it the same exact one? Yeah. And you're not you're not disturbed. No, not really. Um, so why, I just, what do you guys think this dream means? I don't necessarily understand. You guys hear uh, a slight dinging from the dining area, letting you know that breakfast has been served. I am famished. Let's go eat. Do you think maybe we should listen in to other children to see if maybe they've had this dream as well? How about you and me? You, you and me will kind of take a, a lap around. Just kind of overhear everybody that's around there. Just, just try to see. And if we can't, then maybe we could find something in the library. Maybe, yeah. I would say definitely check the library. Let's not mention this to other people. Just due to the fact that this could be considered odd. Yes, I agree with that one, Fred. I'm going to the door. I'm ready to, I'm ready to eat. Yeah. Oh, I follow okay. right Let, after X. Let's go. Is that a plan? Yes. Okay. And so all of you see food on the table in front of each of your little placemats. Everyone except Soren has food on their plate. Since you did not give the camp counselor a suggestion on what you would like to eat, you still do not have anything to grab here. <laughs> still yep. That's right. A scrap thief. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Takes what he can get. And gives nothing back. We'll just eat our food, you and me, really quickly, and then we'll just kind of walk around the camp. Yeah, we'll just kind of go walk around the camp, try to hear everything. Cool, I'm with it. So as you guys walk around the camp, you notice that it's pretty quiet. All the other four cabins are still just at their dining tables, eating breakfast together, enjoying their time. All the teachers seem to be doing the same. So it is just very, very quiet. What would you guys, what are you guys doing as you walk around the camp? I'm really just trying to perceive or, like, hear anything that is to the same degree of, like, talking about strange dreams, you know, anything that we heard, Lady in the Purple Gown, yeah, on a ship looking for the flesh. Like, there's no one walking around in the common area of the camp, um, like, any public spaces. They're all still just in their cabins, um, enjoying their breakfast, getting ready for the day. Okay. So then maybe we just need to wait until class starts. Well, I guess we can't really hear anybody. Let's listen in our classes, see if any there's see if there's any gossip. Okay, that, that, I mean that seems probably the best bet. So we'll just go back. I mean we already scoffed down our food, so we can go and get changed, ready for the day, and head head to class. Yeah, that works. Okay. So all of you guys go back to your cabin. And as you get ready for the day, maybe wash your face, maybe take a shit, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, 
you know, as you guys get ready for the day, um, you hear the bells tolling, letting you know that it is time to go to your first class of the day. So your first class that you guys signed up for is sword fighting with a teacher by the name of Sir Diggory. So you guys walk to your class, and as you walk there, it's uneventful. You're just walking on a dirt road between uh, grasslands. And as you approach the arena that is utilized for teaching any sort of combat class, you see these high castle walls, a moat surrounding it. Um, it looks like it was made and set up for uh, kind of siege warfare, more to represent a castle in your adventures. Um, so you see the moat around it, a drawbridge across it, and it looks more like a castle than arena, in an arena. And you guys cross the drawbridge and enter the building, and you see crates and hay and barrels all as barricades for you guys to utilize in the arena. But off to your left, you guys see uh, what appears to be a blacksmith's station, and then close and adjacent to that blacksmith, you see a armory where you guys will be able to select uh, weapons and armor. <laughs> I just imagine directly, just Dark Souls. <laughs> the blacksmith is like, Bravey, be careful. <laughs> Don't squander my worth. Hammering <laughs> 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 <Yeah>, away. <laughs> and so you guys, as you guys pass across the drawbridge, um, you see a old man. Um, but he's in very regal, very ornate armor, and his, his face and what you can make of his hands are covered in scars. He is a very well-seasoned knight. And he looks at you and says, Welcome, children, to what we call the arena. Here you will learn combat, but today you will learn the art of sword fighting. We shall focus on the fundamentals. We will start the most basic step that in itself can determine if you live or die. Selecting the right sword for you. And he gestures towards the armory, um, where you guys see barrels filled with swords uh, standing vertically. You see racks of swords, and then you see hanging on the wall different swords, maces, axes, anything you can imagine that your character would utilize, you see there. So this is the time where you guys shall select your sword. Select what is most beneficial to your character. Hell that might yeah. be a sword, short sword, a dagger, a long sword, a battle axe, a flail, whatever sort of martial, martial weapon that you guys desire is what you will pick. Is there like dual short swords? Yes. I'm gonna go for those. Yes. Okay. Are you gonna go for like Zuko's like fucking half? Yes. yes. Yep. Uh huh. Hundred percent. Absolutely, you're going for that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Bet. I'm about it. Okay, I'm about it. When? What are you going for? I'm not going for anything. I have my my sword that I use at my side, and that's what I'm sticking to. You want anything else? You don't want a shield? Oh yes, I do want a shield. Thank you. A shield, and also actually uh, a small dagger too, if possible. Yeah, no, that's possible. Are there any glaives? Yes, there are glaives. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go for dual daggers. 
I like any sort of specific. I can't decide if I want to do a glaive or a short sword. Are you going for just a regular straight dagger? Are you going to do one that looks more like a serpent and has a bunch of curves to it? Definitely the serpent. Are you going for that fucked up illegal knife where it's like a triangle but then it twists? (laughs) Oh hell yeah! (laughs) The unclosable wound knife. (laughs) Whatever fucks him up the most. Yeah, I like it. Axe, what are you going for? I want like. I guess like a dagger, but I want it to be like a one-sided dagger, if that makes sense. Like a butcher's knife. Kinda, yeah. A single-edged dagger. Yeah. Wait, are there any katanas? Yes. I take a katana. I, I'm about it. So as you guys select your weapons from the armory, you guys all eventually grab your weapons and exit the class. And Sir Dregory looks at you and he says, we shall begin with this, and then you will learn grips, stances, rhythm, and then soon enough, you will be able to kill. Ooh. And so basically what you guys are going to do for this class is you will start with uh, two rolls, one of which will determine your proficiency in that weapon, ro- weapon like which will essentially be to your two-hit bonus, and then after that, you guys will fight each other. Nice. Oh, shit, all right. So go ahead and everyone make two rolls. D20? Yep, just a straight D20 roll. <laughs> Not red. What'd you get? A two. So you're going to have a minus one to your proficiency. 16. You're going to have a plus one to your two hit proficiency. We're picking the best of the two? The better of the two? Yes. You're just going to do a plus zero. A 14. Oh, so that was your other one? Okay, so yeah, you have a plus zero. All right. I have a 14 as well. Plus zero? Where do I put that down? 15. So you're going to have a plus zero as well. And so basically what this is going to look like is you guys are fighting against uh, straw and wood dummies on sticks. They're essentially scarecrows. Um, And you guys are just... Hitting them, you're adjusting your grip as Sir Diggory tells you to do so. You're changing your stance, your rhythm of how you hit, the pacing of your hits, all that good stuff as you learn. And you guys basically get proficient enough to know the basics. And then Sir Diggory pairs you off. So we have Winnie and Soren, Kata and Val, and then Axe and Diggory. Oh, and man. you guys are going to face off each, against each other with your weapons in a little duel. Okay. So we, we will start with Wynn and Soren. And this is just a straight d20 roll? Yep. Plus whatever. Plus your modifier. Yep. 14. 7. <laughs> so you, <laughs> you and Soren almost seem to dance together. A, as you guys parry each other, block each other, posta each other, um, after you guys are both covered in sweat and panting heavily, uh, when you knock Soren down and you hold your sword against him. God bless you. Sorry. And you see while doing so. <laughs> just shitting on him that much more that you don't even have to pay attention. <laughs> Damn. No, but you knock him down and hold your sword to his throat. Is there and anything you all like he to say to him while he's down? Oh. 
Yeah, I'll, yeah, no, I'm not. You just knock him down? Yeah, I just knock him down. Ooh, actually, I'm gonna knock him down, and I'm just gonna be like, wink. (laughs) Like, didn't expect it from a small... Girl. Do you say wink as you wink? Or do you yeah. Wink. Yes. wink. Yeah, I'm like, wink. Wink, wink. wink. No. bitch. I'm saying it for the podcast. I'm not just going to be like, <gasps> and expect the fucking podcast to know, listener to know. In the audience, she just winked, but didn't say it, so it was unclear. Next up, we have Kate and Bell. All right. 15. Fuck. 12. <laughs> so again, girl power wins out. I'm a ranger anyway, so that's fine. You don't have a bow, you're just sitting there with your Zuko swords. Um, and then I just look cool. Kitty using (laughs) Dragonborn strength just pounds you relentlessly until you uh, eventually give in to her attacks. Okay, so Axe, um, after you watch uh, two of your friends get the shit beat out of them, you square off against Sir Diggory. A seasoned knight, mm-hmm. and you two start going at it. What'd you get? You got a nineteen. I got a nine. Oh! <laughs> it's to be expected. <laughs> so he starts. He's swarming you with attacks. His sword almost seems to move on its own. Um. But as he attacks you, he's like, oh, no, no, Ra- raise your hand, raise your sword. Step to the left, step to the right. And he's giving you instructions as he attacks you to try and make you better. But even still, he uh, he takes you down. He takes you out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And so all of you are sweating, panting, exhausted, covered in bruises from having swords hit against you. Um, and then the bell begins to toll, letting you know that it is time to go to the second class. <sighs> well, I don't, I, I don't know about you all. Ah, just, oh, that, was, that was intense. All right, going to be in full clothing and going to our next class. I didn't like that. Uh, Oh, do you, do you need a hug? I would really like one. I would like a hug. Okay. I mean, not to toot my own horn, but uh, I got you. You did. I, yes. Good game, good game. Good. I was oh, going to say, Soren, very well fought. Good job. Seems about right for him. So you guys are walking down this path. Path as you guys talk to each other uh, about the brutal affair that you all just went through. Um, and you guys walk down this path to your second class, which is sailing. Sailing. If you do terrible in sailing... Oh, God. Do I get some kind of advantage yes. for sailing checks yes. and stuff? Okay. Oh, thank God. So I was going to say, be a sailor. You should probably be proficient. So you will continue down this path, and you notice as you walk down it, uh, trees begin to surround you. Um, And you keep going, and the dirt beneath you almost starts to turn to sand. And as you press forward, you hear the lapping of waves. Um, And you, you keep going, and eventually you see a dock 
um, and past the dock is a massive boat. And you all approach the ship as it sits on this big lake, and you board the ship. And you notice that there is no teacher there. Well, Axe, it um, looks like uh, you're going to be the one sailing the ship. I think you got to direct us, mate. Oh, all right. I, I, I don't see a professor anywhere around, so are we on our own? I'm, I'm normally not supposed to sail ships by, by myself. Maybe maybe we should wait for the professor? Do, do you, do you want to look? Technically, if the professor doesn't arrive in 30 minutes, we can leave. But, but I want to sail. Val, Wynn, and Sorn, you all hear a light chuckle from above you. And as soon as you look up to discern where the chuckle is coming from, a cloaked figure, almost like Jack Sparrow, holding on to <laughs> a Yes! Swings down from it, almost hits the floor, lets go, rolls and somersaults on the ground, and bounces to his feet. Yes! And looks at all of you with a sly grin on his face. <laughs> says, hello all, my name is Kelsier. Today you will learn how to sail. Succeed or don't, it doesn't matter all too much to me. A ship is a tool used for heists, fighting, or trade. As such, you would do well to treat the ship as a tool. But I digress. The first part of sailing a ship is electing a captain. Come get me when you have done so. And he like, like Count Dracula like swipes his cloak around. (laughs) (laughs) And then he walks back off to the captain's cabin and just shuts the door behind him. The hash slinging slasher. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I believe my vote's gonna be for Axe. Yes, uh, I agree since he has sailing experience. Oh, mate. Obviously. Sailed before. So, 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 Soren? I also agree. Yay! I'm the captain! Part of the ship, part of the crew. Part, part of the ship, ship, part of the crew! <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. I am the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Kelsier, after carrying your silence, um, that has fall, fallen upon you guys after electing a captain. He comes back out and he's like, you have elected a captain so quickly? Yes. I, I mean, he does have sailing experience. It's quite an obvious choice. Interesting. He is so small. Mm-hmm. So young. He doesn't seem like a captain. Well, he, he grew up on a boat. Hey, don't be get a small person for their intelligence. Being ageist, really. If that's who you elect, that's who you elect. Now, you will all begin some training exercises. I, uh, I take my, my cloak down and, and tie my hair back into like a loose kind of bun almost just fucking ready 
Um, so just out of game acts really quick. Uh, due to your experience on ships, you're gonna have double advantage. So basically when you are required to make a roll, you will make three rolls. Whichever is the highest is what you get. Sick. Out of three rolls? One, one, three. <laughs> oh, don't put that juju on it, man. Don't, Just because you're still that. salty about your nat 20. <laughs> that nobody that turned knows for sure that really three. happened. <laughs> Fucking liar. <laughs> oh, okay. Alright. <laughs> Fair. I was watching Chernobyl the other day, and it made me think of it because, uh, in it, the KGB dudes like trust but verify. Oh. I was like, "Hi, Soviets. <laughs> Whatever." Okay. Um. <clears throat> so he says, well, "What you are gonna do is you will perform a series of maneuvers, uh, a, a split S, a double split S, a uh, U-turn. You'll be doing a 360, a 720." A 1440. My eyes are just huge, like beady, like I'm fucking ready. <laughs> and you, my captain, will be calling out orders, whether to raise the sa- sails, lower the sails, to increase your speed, to lower your speed. That is what you shall do in this exercise. And so basically what this is going to look like is you will are all uh, pending axes roll as a captain, um, if he gets a high enough roll, it will allow you guys to roll to see if you are able to maneuver crit. Alright, perfect. Let's do it. So you're going to start off by, you guys begin sailing simply in a straight line across the lake. And all of a sudden, like, you know, it was like, uh, yeah? Oh, I just wanted to make a note. Um, my character's never been on a boat. She's been a passenger her whole life. Oh, she gonna get sick. <laughs> oh, so <Good> constitution. <laughs> okay. Um. It's a constitution saving throw, by the way. 19. Yeah, you don't get motion sick. Nice. Damn it. <laughs> I so kinda... What about for Kaida, who's never been on a boat? The whole con- a constitution saving throw, but I'm going to make you do it at disadvantage. Okay, so roll again. Let's roll another one. Take the loss. 14. 14. You don't get motion sick. Don't. Can, to kind of wrap it up into story, I kind of bust out from some of my stuff like a, like a little... Mm, natural remedy and give it to them as like a seasick precaution yeah if that's Aww. okay with with the dm that's like nice like, homebrew, like it's made of seaweed oh, so like, yeah are we gonna like have to like roll constitution as it keeps going and like moving oh okay no i, I think that one roll was sufficient to save you every sea lakes okay but so you you guys are sailing in a straight line and all of a sudden kelsier shouts out to you you turn and like, you know in like an arcade like video game, like when like the little like pop-ups come up and it like flips. It's up. like on Dance like Revolution. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a cardboard flip up in front of you with like, like a little kraken. And you guys wanna like make a U-turn and turn around. Okay. So you're gonna shout out your orders like you know, to Starboard side. And how do you wanna do that? So I see the, I see the, I see the pop-up, and I immediately start, Kata! Kata! What? 
I need you to lower that sail. Okay. Val, on your side, it. I need you to raise your sail. You got quickly, it. Quickly, quickly. You got it. And I kind of just move the whole the whole thing while they're raising and lowering their sails. Are you helming this ship? Helming? Yeah, he's at, he's at the wheel. He's at the helm. Yeah. Okay. Right? Sure. Isn't that what the captain does? Not the captain can do whatever he wants, yeah, dude. Yeah. If you want to go, like, fuck some bitches in the back. Yeah. And <laughs> everybody else. Captain can be at the what helm. Do you want to do? Captain can be at the helm, or he can have someone there and tells them what to do. No. You want a couple of The way I... <laughs> The way I picture it, I've got four total sails. Two in the front, two in the back, one on the left, one on the right. You know Pretty like, uh, you know, uh, Pirates of the, uh, fuck, no, Assassin's Creed Black Sail, where they have, like, Black the, uh, platform. Yeah. yeah. You know that? So you know how when they have, like, the bounty on your side after you, uh-huh. and it has the three sails, but then it has the wings that come out? Ah. Uh, your ship has. Okay. It has so. the wings, so you can raise the lower one to assist your turn. Yeah, that Okay. Cool. Yeah. I've given my orders. So make it roll. Okay. Fifteen. Nice. That will do it. So Sweet. Kata and Val. Kata, you are lowering. I'm raising your sail. Val, you are raising lower. Fuck! <laughs> Kata's Kata, lowering. You're lowering your sail. Val, you're raising yours to turn. Okay. Do I need to roll for that? Yep. Both of you. Natural 20! You did like a natural fucking sailor. <laughs> just one-handed. <laughs> I just look over and I'm like, I got this! Just fucking falling down. <laughs> Austin, on, on your uh, your ability scores, mm-hmm. add a section to the bottom that is C vehicles. Where's my ability score? Yep. Right here? Three line. Where, no, no, go up. Oh, right here? Yep, there you are. What is it? C vehicles. Okay. Got a plus one. And okay. I got a 16. Yep, do the same as Austin, awesome. add a plus one. So it'll be your skill tree here. Just put that on those in. Okay. And do a plus one. Also, I want to make note Winifred is sitting. She's not doing anything. She's just sitting in the middle of the poop deck. I'm, I'm like. Checking my nails, twirling my hair. I'm I'm not doing a whole lot. <laughs> okay. Um, so as you guys make your U-turn back towards the beach, all of a sudden Kelsey or Shucks out. Split S. So that's an S. Gotcha. So you're gonna command that out to basically make a S pattern with the ship to evade the cardboard cracking behind you. Okay. So, Soren! Soren! Yes? I need you to lower your sail! Winnie, you need to raise yours! What? Quickly! Hmm? Raise your sail! Do what? Just raise your sail! sail. Okay, alright, fine. Can I run up to seen how inactive she is to try to go and assist. I'll take it. My lowest is a 17. Check so it. So even because like your help action would give her advantage. And the match point. I got a nat 20 and a 17. So you take your 17. Yeah. And you, after looking at your nails, just like lackadaisically, like just sitting there, not giving a shit about what's going on around you. Like, 
Oh. And you just get up and start raising your sail with perfection. So you get a plus one to uh, CV. As I'm like halfway Sorry. over to her, I see her like, uh, and start doing it. I'm like, oh, uh, 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 oh, okay. Get back to your sail. Yes, Captain. Sorry, how did you do? <clears throat> Nat one. Ooh, oh, that's a party foul. foul. That is a party foul. Fucking lame. <laughs> well, I'm changing dice. Yeah, that, those dice go into jail. Yeah. Do we need the dunce chair? There is the dunce chair. <gasps> yep. Yes. Grab the dunce chair. The dunce chair. Gotta put the D20 the in the dunce. The, uh, the dunce chair is a little chair that says time out, where you can set your dice on and put a dice dunce cap on it. We'll upload it onto our social medias. Yeah, TikTok or Facebook. TikTok, cool. Facebook, yeah. whichever one. So with a nat one, as you go to maneuver the ship with your sail, you grab onto it and somehow or another, the, the ballast outweighs your hands, your grip strength, and you get rope bump burns a motherfucker Great. on your hands. Love it. Like you rope burn the shit out of your hands. Sweet. They're red, bloody, raw. Nice. And so as you guys try and attempt the first half of this S, it does not go well. The ship just starts to veer in wind's direction as she lowers her sail. So, Soren, Soren, are you okay? My fucking hands are bleeding. Mate, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm coming. I'm just gonna run straight over and, and try to assist. Okay. I'm still um, holding my rope and still just like twiddling with my hair and checking my nails. How would you like to assist him? Are you just trying to patch up his hands? No. Val, I, I think I'm gonna try to go and actually like. Val, you, you see the anchor over there? Yes. Drop the anchor. Okay. Be ready to pick it back up. Okay. I'm just, uh, am, I, am I rolling for yeah, strength sure. or just a straight you, roll? So it's not gonna roll for you to drop the anchor? But what you're gonna have to do is roll to lift the anchor at Axe's call. Okay. 16? You're gonna be able to lift it in time for when he tells you to, to lift it back. My idea was the with the anchor going over, it kind of leans the you're whole ship. You're gonna fucking turn it right quick. And yeah. He lifts it back up for you to. Exactly. We so drift. Gonna, <laughs> pretty much, Tokyo drift. Drift. This <laughs> What's DK stand for? Donkey Kong. <laughs> and so now to complete this formation, you're gonna have to. You're about halfway through the S. You've gone through the first part of it, and now you're gonna have to turn back around to your. Like if you drop the anchor, like fucking yoinks you left, you're gonna have to go back right. To which, which I rolled enough so I can pull it up. Yep. Okay. So all this will depend on a sword to go back right. So do I need to roll? Yep. Oh boy. You got this. Come on, baby. Nine? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. yeah. That, with your like rope <clears throat> hands, you're already in pain as you grasp this rope to try and pull the sail back down. Like, you physically just cannot do it quick enough because of the pain. Can I jump to help him? You can help him. 
And that'll give him dis- and that'll give him advantage. Three. Oof. Yeah, no, so you like, you try and help him, and his screams of pain, like, he- he is so, like, just surrounding this rope, like, trying to grab but it he's like, everything he's got. Like, you can't even get past him to try and get your hands on this. The rope is literally covered in blood. Yeah. And, oh, I, no. It's so, it's so slick with blood that when you reach it, try and grab it, your hands just, like, slide off. Oh, yeah. God. I, I can't have a way of helping because I'm pulling up the anchor, so. No. No, you're, you're preoccupied. Yeah, and she's oblivious, so. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> What's that now? <laughs> so okay. have we made the turn the, the first part of the turn you've made the turn. first part of the turn successfully but it is the second part of the turn that you have made unsuccessfully so far okay so now we need to we need to turn it back the other you way you need to go back around the other way yep. okay so what I'm gonna do I'm just gonna spin the fuck out of the wheel like just really crank on it and I'm gonna run over to Val's side so I'll have you roll for that okay you have, you have a double advantage Liam. Twelve. What's it? You have one more roll. Yeah, you oh, said, oh, yeah, yeah. Eighteen. Yeah. So what is it that you're gonna do because you're gonna succeed at it? So I'm I'm just gonna spin the wheel because I see Val is still kind of raising the anchor and yep. Soren's just, you know, fucked. And Val's anchor is no longer caught on anything. He's just pulling it up. Right, but I mean, he threw it, so it's down, you know, a ways I imagine. But it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's no longer catching on anything to the point of where it stopped you. He's just trying to raise it back up to get it in its set position. Okay, so I'm gonna yell as I'm running over to Val's uh, sail. I'm just gonna yell over to Kaida, like, Kaida, I need you, I need you to raise your sail as high as you can go. Alright, you got it! And while she's doing that, I'm just running over lowering his side. Do I use my okay, plus one? Okay, so that way you do another drift down. Do I use my plus one for yeah. Eight. So you only get it halfway. And so this is going to rely on your... I'm going to make you roll separately to see if you get the anchor down in time to Tokyo drift you through the second half of this S. Okay. Well, I thought I had just pulled it up, so wouldn't I already have the anchor? So if he would have told me... He's dropping sword inside. Oh, so okay. Uh-huh. Delicious. Oh, Delicious. by the time that he's helped her. Is there just placing, you're, you're just setting the anchor back in place as Axe is trying to lower the other anchor. Okay. Because it, it's heavy and you're doing it alone. And this okay. is quick. Yeah. Six seconds of uh, an action, so yeah. Well, I mean, like, the S turn, it's, well, it's supposed yeah, to be It's supposed to be very quick. Okay. And so, you try and drop this, but as you go to drop it, you can feel the anchor, like the chain, start to drop as you hear a thud of the cardboard crack and hitting the back of your ship. Rip. And Kelsier, from the crow's nest, looks down at you and says, 
Good show, good show. It was a, it was a good first attempt. Hmm? What? <sighs> we tried, guys, we tried. Axe, you, you, you did splendidly, thank you. I, I really tried, guys. It, it, we, it, it's our first time sailing. It, it, it was good. It, I'm it so was. sorry. You're so great, Captain. Don't feel bad. Kaida, you, you did amazingly. Working, working with Thank me. Thank you so much, Val. Yes. Are you okay, Soren? Oh, oh my God, Soren! I forgot. Are your hands okay? What? What happened to Soren? Hey, have you not been paying attention? I've been manning my own sail. And of course she hasn't been paying attention. She's been too busy fucking with her hair. Soren's hands are torn apart. They're the, bloody. The, the hemp rope has—it's it, it, shredded them. That's a shame. Do do, uh, do we have anything, uh, uh, Kelsia? Uh, sir, do, do you have anything to help with his hands, his wound? No. Uh, can I reach into my pack where I have some like my herbs and stuff to try to mix something together? to like kind of soothe the pain. Not really like heal the wound, but kind of stop the bleeding, soothe the pain, anything like that. Yes, but you don't have a complete knowledge of what you're doing. Right, it's just just like basic in the woods and stuff. Trying to mix the like, I think this is how I saw my Yeah, trying to remember remember my parents (laughs) and stuff. (laughs) I think I saw my mom at one point like mix these like green leaves with these yellow leaves and like, <laughs> it's like Resident Evil 4. It's just like yellow, red, green. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it's like what it is. Health herb. <laughs> so I mean, like, I do have you, some basic like, knowledge of first aid. Maybe I can wrap up his hands a bit with that herb. Can, can you? Uh, are these herbs any good? I, I know these all from the forest it's to just heal. Marijuana, basil. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not the pain, Molly. Okay, uh, uh, it'll definitely come to the pain. So I just like <laughs> and like mix it all together in my hand. Soren, come here, g- g- grasp my hands. And I just I take grab them his hands and I'm just like. Ah! <laughs> 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 it just rubs his hands. And I just kind of rip off a piece of my. Of my God. <laughs> God, it stinks so bad! I'm sorry, it's okay! Stay still for one second! Rip off part of my shirt, just wrap it around, tie a knot on top. God, that is so tight! Okay, okay. Better yet, better yet, you don't like rip off part of your shirt, you new moon Jacob it, and you just rip (laughs) off the whole shirt. (laughs) Oh yeah, do that. You just rippling abs. Where have you been, Loka? Everything feels so much better. <laughs> I'm putting on the moon rises up and it's like when the fun it's just salt water from like pulling up the anchor. Like you're just sexy as fuck. <laughs> and Sora's just like Wow. <laughs> <laughs> do, do that help with your pain? Is, is it okay? I, so, are you better? 
So we 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 establish this as essentially marijuana, basil, and oh yeah, no, I am in excruciating so, uh, pain. Make a make a Constitution saving. Got it. On it. On it. Seventeen. So the uh, the numbness from the marijuana on your hands stays up to your wrists. It doesn't spread farther. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> my 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 daddy always told me when whenever I get hurt by the rope, I, I need to, to just go take a swim in the salt water. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ow. Maybe maybe you should try that. Oh, I, so, don't, I, I don't I really recommend so. that, mate. You've been accommodated to the salt sea. Well, and well, this is also that helped for you. It doesn't help the pain at all, <laughs> but <laughs> it makes you not do it again. This, this, <laughs> mate, this, this mate, is a I lake. Don't think, I don't think I'm gonna try that. There's no salt in the lake. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Yeah, I, I don't. It's just fish, fish piss. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what kind of bacteria is in there. What do you mean to spit in my hands with open wounds? Have you guys seen Archer? Yes. And it's like the, his, uh, it's like <laughs> what House's World were one friends. Oh, he's, yeah. He's, he's offered, he offers him more. He's like, oh, God, no, I don't drink this stuff. Fish fucking it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Imagine sword. He's like, I don't want to get in the water. Fish fucking it. Yeah, he's like, fish fucking there. I'm not getting in that. They <laughs> <laughs> don't think that's a good option, mate. Uh, that's not salt water. Uh, it's a lake, and it's been here for God knows how long. I think the salve is working between me and Kaida. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it should be fine. It, it, it should be fine. We're just going to get him back to be able to sleep. So as off. you guys are uh, talking, you hear the bell toll again, letting you know that now it is time for lunch. Oh. I cannot Perfect. wait for lunch. I'm starving after these two classes. Yeah. It I, took a lot out of me. It, it was a lot. Uh, facts. Yeah, yes? You were such a great captain. Though. You did so well. For our first time, our first class, we we, we rounded the first bout. This was our second class, not our first. The class. first sailing class. We rounded our first bout, mate. It, it, it was great. Th- thank you. Well, I, I, you're welcome. You're a real captain in my book. Oh. I, I agree. It's my fault we failed. <laughs> Honestly. I, I couldn't. I, I'm the one that couldn't get the anchor. Hey, it's you fine. We'll do next time. We, we got it next time. Okay. You did sure. great, Axe. Okay. okay. Don't but, be too hard on yourself. But, you did great. Let's go. Replenish ourselves, eat some food. I will say it's the first time I ever sailed on a ship that I didn't get sick on. I will say you did great. I I agree. First ship I've ever been on. You did did better than Sora. You did well. You did better than me. (laughs) Kaida, you you did amazing. You look at Soren. Look what happened to Soren. Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking rolling a nat twenty over here. Throwing and pulling a goddamn anchor up. It's okay, sir. Sorry. sorry, no, no, no. Half halfling. Half halfling, half health. <laughs> half half halfling, half half health. <laughs> to the listeners at home, Val Oakmoon is the bane of my fucking existence. <laughs> <laughs> but your character loves me. I do. 
Exactly. I do. Okay, so you guys all start to, uh, you guys enter the uh, kind of cafeteria lunchroom, and you see that all the other tables are filled. There's the, uh, the, the red table, the yellow table, the uh, green table, and the orange table. And as you all enter, take your seat, and again, a kind of a pluma uh, fog of smoke comes up on each of your guys' platters with food. And as this happens, Soren, you notice that Adrian approaches you, your foster brother. Mm. And he comes oh. up and he claps a hand on your back and he says, hello, brother. It is so good to see you here. I, I, I haven't seen you since mother and father's house. Adrian, I... I haven't, I haven't seen you in so long. I didn't know you were here. Yeah, I left. I, I left mother and father's house, and uh, this place called to me. You know, I, I wanted to be uh, something more than what that uh, dusty home gave me. That, that's, that's why I'm here. Well, that's, that's good to hear. I, I hope we can uh, be friends here and, and remain brothers. I'm gonna whisper to Adrian. <clears throat> um, I haven't told my counselor what I like to eat because, as you know, back at the home, it was very hard for me to get food, so I just had to eat scraps. I don't, I'm very hungry. I don't know what to tell him. You know, I felt that way too, but I started dreaming of feasts that would befit kings. Anything my imagination uh, created is what I wanted. It's what I told them to make me. I've, I've been dining on pheasant, on boar, pineapple, fruits, things we, we never have tasted. Soren's mouth is literally watering, like he's drooling <laughs> on, his, on his shirt. <laughs> Can I make a Brother, perception I... check to see if I hear any of this, or is he just specifically like whispering to the side? He's specifically whispering to okay. the side, but I'll let you use your passive perception to determine if you hear him. Do I roll with my passive perception? No, no? It's, just... it's a 16. You don't hear him. Okay. Yeah, you don't hear what they're saying. Okay. He says, Brother. This place is incredible. Things I could have never dreamed of after being in mother and father's house. That it's just amazing. I've never had such a full stomach, such a comfortable bed, and never been surrounded by such pretty females. All right, brother. I'll take your word for it. I'll, I will go find my counselor and tell him what I'd like to eat. No, 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 just... Put your hands on the platter. Close your eyes and think of think of the tastiest thing you could imagine. Oh, okay. So Soren reaches out his hands and puts them on his plate and closes his eyes. And he just thinks of like roasted duck and sushi <laughs> and honey buns. He has like a full-on California roll in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know, even know what it is, but it just no, looks No, it just good. looks great. <clears throat> See, brother, it's, it's like nothing you could imagine. We, we went from rags to 
riches. The two of us, could you have imagined? This is amazing. It all smells so good. I couldn't agree more. I mean, you as my younger brother, I'm so happy to see you finally get to eat. I, I can't wait. Uh, can I introduce you to, to my friends? Uh, yes, of course. So I kind of like turn off to the side. Uh, everyone? Ever, everyone? Hello? Ah, it's Soren. Uh, yes? Um, I'd like you guys uh, to meet Adrian. Uh, he's, he's my foster brother. Adrian, uh, this is Axe. And uh, it's so good to meet you. Hi, hi, Adrian. Um, this is Val. Hello. This is uh. Good, sir. Hmm. I'm am sorry. What 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 is your name again? All right. Well, she doesn't matter anyway. Wait, um, so this is Kaida. This is Kaida. I'm sorry. No, no. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. to you. I'm sorry. We talking about me. Introducing. I'm so sorry. It's Sorens. It's good to meet you. Winifred. May I just say you are the most beautiful thing I've ever laid my eyes upon. Oh, I thank you. Adrian. And your name? I kind of whispered to him, Adrian. Don't. She's she's kind of a cunt. Oh. oh. She's like the gals we grew up with where they just take your food and... Exactly. I see. She's very nasty to me all the time. Do I hear any of this? No? Okay. No. And and this is this is Kaida. Oh. Hello. His, his eyes kind of widen as he looks at Kaida. He says, Oh, your kind is meant to be hunted. No. Not to no. Be around. Oi, mate. I don't know Sorry. what you're talking about. Why are you in the company of someone of dragon? Shut your fucking mouth, mate. If you're thou, willing thou, to get thou, fucked thou, up here in the cafeteria. Sorry. Stop. Do not, do not forget who we are. Yes, brother, I know. You know, she can... Bring us glory. Who the we, fuck is this? Val, stop. Head to father. Fuck father. That's the whole reason Look I left that place. Yeah, you know she is. She I stand up from the table. I, no, no, no. I get up. So Soren gets up, kind of puts his hand on Val. What a friend. As I'm looking I don't at like this. As I'm looking at Adrian, I'm like Adrian, I think you need to leave. Soren, we're Adrian. Uh, you need to leave. Wow. All I want to go back to the cabin. I'll go with you. Adrian. While all this is happening, my hands are slowly starting to disappear. I kind of. They're slowly turning into like tentacles. I kind of. I kind of. doesn't notice. I kind of like. See out of my peripherals. I don't really. Soren doesn't really know what's going on, but he knows it's not good. Like he can. Tell that something's not right. Me and Winifred scurry so, off. Yeah. So Soren, so Soren grabs Adrian. So Soren grabs Adrian by his scruff and says, "You need to leave now, brother." I, I thought. Leave. If you say so, but remember, you, you have known me for years. We are brothers. These people, you met only yesterday. Adrian, they're, if you don't leave right now, to you. I am going to beat the life out of you. And Leave. He, and he raises his hands and he says, Okay, okay. Just don't forget where you came from. 
And he goes and back I, to his table. Just as, before, as, as he turns okay. around, <clears throat> you know, we're in the mess hall, if you will. I just kind of shout at him, I don't know where I came from! You came from the same place as me. We are, not the, we are not the same. And I just turn around. I'm going to walk in front of Soren. I'm going to put my hand on him. So as say, he's been pushing against me. I will say this is the one group action you guys get before Adrian walks back to his table. That's okay. fine. So I'm, I'm, he's been pushing on me. I'm going to push him aside. And I'm going to point over to Adrian. I'm be like, watch your fucking back, mate. Sleep with one eye fucking open. I'm going to, uh, Winifred's going to escort Kata back to our, um, cottage? Our, our cabin. cabin. Yeah. Our cabin. Because she's, I can tell she's so freaked out. So I'm going to escort her back to the cabin. So Adrian gets up, well not gets up, he, he leaves and goes back to his table to dine with his fellows. Um, as he does... Uh, Axe, Val, and Sorn, you are the only three remaining at your table. Winifred and Kata have left to go back to the cabin. Sorn's just sitting at the table with his head down, just like panting. His, his hands are shaking. What the, what the fuck was that, man? You call him your brother? He's my foster brother. What was, what was all of that? He said to hunt Kader. He just doesn't say anything. He's just shaking. And while I'm sitting, I'm looking at my hands, which are like up to my elbows are tentacles. And they're slowly starting to kind of revert back into hands. And I just don't say anything. I'm just like in shock. So you don't, <clears throat> none of you know this. None of you realize this. Um, None of the other children at this school notice your tentacles. But you see, um, as your arms begin to transform back into human arms and human hands, you see um, one of the teachers staring at you. I don't say anything. I'm just watching my hands kind of go back to normal, trying to figure out what the fuck just happened. I'm just gonna take a couple bites off my plate of the half-eaten food that I had. So you just continue eating? Kind of. I'm just gonna take a couple bites and I'm gonna slam my fork down onto the table and just look at Sora and be like, I, I don't have a problem with you. I like you. If he comes around again, starts throwing things out like that, I'll fucking kill him. You don't think that I'm on the same page as you? Did you not hear what I said to him? I heard what you said. Then what's the problem? The problem is, is that he's your kin. He's not. He's my foster brother. That doesn't matter. Family's family. He's not my family. I have no family. That's why I left. I have nobody. I only came here because I knew that this place accepted children. You have us. Do I? And then I just kind of turn around and walk away. And you see, <clears throat> Soren, you would see that <clears throat> as you say this, uh, Adrian watches the interaction and he smirks. Alfred, Kato, what are you guys doing as you 
decompress from the situation. So as we come in to our cabin, I immediately sit Kata down, grab like a blanket, cover her. Do, do you want some, do you want some tea? Would, would do you want, what, what would help right now? Nothing right now. I just thought I could escape from being hunted. All my family was hunted and I just wanted to get away from that. I was hoping to escape that. So we go back to Soren, Val, and Axe in the cafeteria. And he, he just walked away, so I'm, I'm fucking still fuming. I'm gonna grab what's left of the food on my plate. I'm gonna make my way over to Adrian. And as I reach his table, I'm grabbing my plate and I'm fucking slamming it right in his face. And so... And then when that happens, I hear it, and I just kind of turn around, and I smirk. <laughs> and so the kid to the right of Adrian, almost his right-hand man, screams, FOOD FIGHT! <laughs> Everyone roll for initiative, except for uh, Kid and... <clears throat> All right, here we go. This is our first initiative of the campaign. Yeah. First yeah. Episode. Yeah. 19. Natural one, but plus four, so five. I just, I can't stop rolling natural ones. Thirteen! Because I got a negative two initiative. Because I'm fucked. (laughs) Oh, right, my initiative on this would be... Sixteen. My bad. What is your study? Five. Five. Thank you, Soren. Anytime, mate. (laughs) So... Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's not a name. Have... What's his name? <laughs> no. You have the first. Uh, you have the first attack. Okay. Remember, all you have is plates of food. Nice. Okay. So I already slammed it in his face. From the uh, first class room left there. Okay. Is there silverware? <gasps> yes. <laughs> okay. Nice. I already slammed my food in his yes. face, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, what silverware is out? Wooden spoons. There's forks and spoons. Are they metal? Yes. Okay. I'm going to grasp a fork. I feel like Val doesn't understand a food fight. (laughs) No, no, it's fine. You're not letting me finish. I'm grabbing the fork and stabbing it in his fucking eyeball. (laughs) this bitch! Everyone else around you is throwing like mashed potatoes and bread and shit. And you're yeah, sitting there no. with like a fucking fork stabbing into his jugular. Just like, die, bitch, die! I'm grabbing. You're not letting me finish. I'm grabbing the fork and I'm just scooping up whatever food is closest on the table. And as Adrian's kind of, as I'm assuming, like wiping the food from his face, I'm just fucking grabbing the fork. And as he looks at me, I has it just like I have it perfectly like slingshot it. Like point blank. Yeah, point blank, <laughs> dude, right at his fucking mouth. And as he like looks at me, I just fucking let go, and it just shoots back into the back of his he, throat. He opens <laughs> his mouth to say something, and it's just like grape, and he just whack. <laughs> <straight, he's> like, <laughs> no, it is grape. <laughs> <laughs> and he's choking. He's gagging. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna, let's see. 
Oh boy. <laughs> His gag reflex hits, and he just. Just throws up from whatever food it was that you just fucking like yeeted into the back of his throat. Okay, so then I'll take the fork that I just had and I'll fucking just like not strongly, but like all with vigor just throw it at his forehead and just walk away and then just start throwing food at everybody and walking my way out of the fucking cafeteria. So Ben. It's your turn. Soren, sorry. So as Soren hears this, is this after? You just saw him vomit on the table. <laughs> so, so is Val still standing there? Yes. Okay. I turn around and I just full on sprint over to where Val and Adrian are at. <clears throat> and as Adrian is like gagging and or throwing up on the table, when he's done throwing up, he gets up and looks over and he just sees me and I just punch him square in the face. Oh, oh my just, God. I just clock him. So roll your uh, your melee attack. Alrighty. Am I rolling a d20 for that? Yes. Okay. 11. So you definitely get past his armor. And so you're just hitting him in the face? I just punched him square in the face. So roll your, uh, your melee damage. Okay, um, so my damage just says five bludgeoning. That's what we're going with then. Okay. So you, t- you, you, uh, you deal five damage to him. And like, he's, he's like throw up still on his chin. Like <laughs> tears in his eyes from what just happened to him. Like fucking mashed potatoes going whatever <laughs> all over his face. And like he's just wiping it out of his eyes like... Just feeling like fucking sick. And he looks over, like mouth slightly again, and you just fucking clock him right in the nose. Yep. <clears throat> after after I hit him, I just kinda look at him and I say, You're not my brother. And as I'm shaking my hand off, I turn around and just start walking away. Axe, it is now your torn. Your torn. It's your torn. It's your torn. Is they're just at like the next table over, right? Yep. Okay. So I'm probably gonna get in trouble for this. I and what are our seats like? It's basically uh, in this map as it shows. It's it's like six seats, three to each uh, <coughs> long side. Okay. So instead of that, I'm going to take my plate full of food. I'm gonna throw it up in the air, and I'm gonna cast Gust. Oh, <laughs> and I'm gonna slam this fucking plate full of food straight into his face. So, yes. What's your roll for that? Is it is it a cantrip or is it a? Uh... It's a cantrip, and there's no saving throw. So he just fucking <laughs> eats a plate of food. <laughs> I like to think of it as, as kind of like cravat. Like you throw it up and like you do like some like spin kick in the air and like punch out like gust of wind like <laughs> Avatar style leaves your fist. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just, he just got punched in the face. He's still barely gagging up all over the table. Just this plate of food just slams back. <laughs> I will say it, it says specifically that it isn't pushed with enough force to cause damage. Nah, so fuck it's, that. So okay. <laughs> 
he's already hurt. I was just doing this for insult, honestly. Nah, fuck that. He's in he's in pain already. His nose is bleeding from broken. Punching him in the face. His nose is and all of a sudden he just has a plate of food and hit him again. It's like you know what? Uh, what's that fucking uh, YouTube thing where it's Scott Scott Sterling as the uh, goalie? And oh. it just has the, the soccer ball just continuously just fucking hit him in the yes. head. Yes. That is Adrian right now, as you guys <laughs> Amazing. Love it. Love it. So just just roll a D4. Aye, aye. One. One damage. So he takes one damage. Please don't kill this kid in a food fight. And he, like, after, like, the plate slams in his face and, like, whiplashes him back, he like raises it, looks at you. There's like fucking like mashed potatoes in his nose. <laughs> <laughs> his tears are like coming out, giving him like raccoon eyes, but with food instead of <laughs> Like he is in bad shape. Can I just say like right before I leave the cafeteria, I'm gonna stand on my original chair and I'm just gonna scream in the whole cafeteria. I'm gonna be like, if anybody Fucks with our group or the women in our group, you get fucked up. Yeah. And then I'll just throw more fucking food into the crowd, just hit some random fucking person, I don't care. And then just leave the fucking cafeteria. Yeah, sure, fuck it, why not? And <laughs> as that happens, like, the rest of the cafeteria has descended into absolute pandemonium. <laughs> like, fucking kids are throwing food everywhere. And, like, they throw their plate of food, place their hands back on the table, close your eyes, imagine what they want, and then like the food just <laughs> and it, gets, it gets worse and worse as it continues. Like it went from like mashed potatoes and like some light like shit, you know? And all of a sudden it's just like fucking raw corn. <laughs> An entire swordfish. Exactly. Exactly. It is just the worst shit imaginable that these kids could be throwing at each other. A fucking tuna. Yeah, it's just like a, it's just like a fucking pineapple on this kid's plate. Just so full blown raw pineapple. Just fucking husking them at other kids. Fucking coconuts. Yeah, I'm just gonna yeah, say coconuts. coconuts that they're throwing at each other. Like just the worst shit you can get domed with in a food fight. And like the teachers like rush from like their little like raised podium for themselves and they're like pulling kids apart and they're like, stop, no, you cannot have a food fight in this cafeteria. And eventually it, it calms down from these teachers pulling them apart and separating kids and setting them down. But the damage is done to Adrian. He's like wiping stuff off his face and glaring at you, Soren. I'm gone. I'm heading back to the dorm. I just turn around and leave. Back back to the cabin. I'm gonna sit down and finish my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> just grab some empty plate off the fucking yeah. ground, sets it down, imagines food, and is like, alright. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's left of your lunch at this point? <laughs> well, my plate is gone. It's imprinted in Adrian's forehead. <laughs> so I pick a plate up and just like imagine a fish. And it's just like what I had for dinner last night, you know, just a fish. And while all this shit's happening, I'm just going to finish my food. So you're the only one left at the table. Everyone else in their, like, uh, assorted colors are at their tables just quietly finishing their lunch. Like, everyone's, like, fuming at this point because of all this shit that just went down. <laughs> and 
Everyone else, what are you, what are you guys doing back at the cabin? <laughs> so I'm still comforting Kada. So your family was hunted? Like, you... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't... I can't relate, but I, I can't imagine what that must feel like. Yes, that's how I lost my mother and father. People find it a sport to hunt us. I'm the last of my kind, and I just thought I could escape. So Soren comes into the cabin. Are you guys in Kata's room, or...? I, I would say we're probably, like, because nobody else was home, we were probably in, like, the, the, common, the area. common area. Yeah. So I open the door, and I immediately walk over to Kata. <clears throat> and I look at Winifred, and I'm like, Can you leave us for a moment, please? Um, of course, absolutely, yes. And I'll just look at Kata before I leave. Like, you okay? Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. Okay. And I'll... We have, a, like, a study, right? Like a little... Yep. It, a common room right Up here. in uh, this corner, you right have here. A, a library slash study. Okay. Kaida, will you, will you please come with me to the, to the study? Yes. Yes, I will. So we both walk into the study. I'm I'm so sorry about what happened. I I I can't be more sorry. I I don't I don't know what to say. I feel terrible. It's not it's not your fault. Well, just... everybody else seems to think otherwise. Just because he's my foster brother, some people in our group seem to think that He's, he's my family, but I don't have family. I, I don't have, I don't have anybody. He's, he's, he's not my brother. I understand, and honestly, from the get-go, I feel like I can trust you in the way that, that you stood up for me. I know I can trust you, and I appreciate that so much. I just... I thought I could come here to get away from everyone who wanted to kill us. I grab her by her shoulders, look at her dead in the face, and I just tell her, I will not let anything happen to you here. And then you just hear me fucking, boom, just kick the door down to our door. I'm like, stupid fucking cunt. Just rambling about moving his fucking mouth. If he doesn't keep his mouth shut, he's gonna find himself halfway up the street with his pants around his ankles and a lollipop in his mouth. Motherfucker. And you just hear me fucking grabbing my cards and just shuffling through my cards really quickly. Just trying to get peace and just shuffling the cards over and over and over again. And just I look I look at Kata. And I say, I think there's somebody else that I need to talk to. Maybe um, you should go back with Winifred and collect yourself. Okay, well, I truly trust you, Soron, and, and thank you for sticking up to me. You have no idea how much that means to me. It's all right. So I walk out, walk over to Val, and I just kind <clears> of... <throat> Hey, Val. Um, 
Can I, can I speak with you in private? Of course. Hi, Kader. Hi. All right. Is, that, is everything okay? Oh, everything's fine. Yeah, we're just, we're just having a conversation real quick. Um, would you like to, would you like to go to my room so we can speak? Yeah, seems, seems more private. Alright, so we walk into my room. And, uh, Kate... It doesn't matter, I mean, uh, we walk into my room, the door is still open. Well, Kata and I are still in the, cause <clears throat> once I saw that they went into the study, I still stayed in the common area. So... I'm still grubbing. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is just like seething around you, just glaring at you for being associated with the blues. I'm <laughs> just fucking putting it down right now. Just the best mood. Just yeah. <laughs> all the teachers are like a little pissed off. Like you can put attention in the room with a knife. <laughs> His head is just like. Let me you're, tell you about the best smallest friend. person there, and you're just like fucking like all content in your own little world, eating, and everyone else is just like, don't kill this motherfucker where he stands. <laughs> <laughs> so, Val and Sorn walk into Sorn's room and <clears throat> start having their conversation. Val, I I don't want you to think that I have any association with anything that Adrian spoke of. I don't think that. The only problem I had was he was... <laughs> he may just be your foster brother. He is kin. You grew up with him. And it, it just... I know you're not like that. It, it, it infuriates... I understand what you mean. When we, were, when we were in the house together, I looked up to him. He, he protected us. He protected me. When I wasn't able to get food because none was given to me and all I could get was scraps, he saved food for me just to make sure that I'd eaten. I looked up to him, but I realize now seeing him here that he is not the person that I grew up with. Yeah, I... He is not my brother. If he was my brother, I wouldn't have done what I did. You're with us. You're on our team. I trust you. You guys are the only family that I have. I don't and have anybody else. The bell toll through next class. And just just as the bell tolls, he goes, ah, oh, fuck. We have no problems. I don't say these things lightly, but I consider you a part of this group, what, whatever the fuck we are, and I, I care for you dearly, and I'm always going to protect you and everyone here. And I walk in the door. You can continue. I was just. Oh, okay. This is the time I'm. About to I just kind of, I just kind of, peek behind uh, Val just to see who walked in, and I'll just grab the door in his room and just slightly like have it half open like between you and me I'm gonna care about you it's only been two days not even two days care for everyone in here but I don't fuck about with race problems here just promise me that you will let me 
handle Adrian if the time comes. And do not get involved unless I ask. Uh, Promise me. I promise I will do my best. That's not good enough, mate. This is my battle. I need to fight it. I understand that. You guys are now going to be late for class. Okay. We should we should get to class. Fine. It is what it is. What, Fred? Will you will you stay next to me? Yes. Just wait for me by the door. Okay. I I just have to have a conversation really quickly. Just a very quick one. Okay. Thank you. And as um, Val and Soren leave the room, I want to just like grab Val really quickly. Don't blame, Ken, don't blame Ken on him. You know nothing about Ken. You know nothing about what just happened. I heard everything, beside the fact when you shut the door slightly. Do not blame Ken on anything. You have no idea about Ken. We'll talk about this later. Well, no, before you can even answer, I, like, walk away. Okay. Yeah. I just kind of shout. All right, Axe, come on. We're going to be late for class. I mean, I'm sure we're already late, so we better get going. So you guys walk to your class, I assume, in quietness. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm standing right next to Kata. Processing the things that have occurred and the conversations that you have just had. Um, and you, you go to your class, and it takes place in the tavern slash cafeteria where the food fight broke out. And as you enter, you see... Camp counselors, including Sunny, cleaning up the the mess from the food fight. But you also see a man in the middle of the room, the most beautiful man any of you have ever seen, dressed in finery, uh, glow glow. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Gold stitching on all of his clothing. Um, a very elegant man by the name of Adonis. And he sa- stands there impatiently tapping his foot. He says, Tick tock, tick tock. You are late, all so very late. Why are you late to my class? There was a. Uh... Sorry, we just lost track of time. Prior obligations. Mm. There are no obligations at this institute. This is an institute of adventure. Adventure happens to have prior obligations on the way on a quest, wouldn't you agree? Your prior Can obligations are your classes, and that is all. Uh, we not talk back I, to I'm our sorry, professors. sir. I, I was just very distraught, and they were just making sure I was okay. She, she had a, a rather racist allegation toward her in our cafeteria and we were just seeing that she was okay and are you what started the food fight no no not no she was not i escorted her out of the dining hall before the food fight occurred that I, that, that was him and i pointed out <laughs> you started the food fight Actually, it's up to debate. Actually, no, he didn't. I it am was not retaliation. Are you with you children? Can we just I'm start the class, please? 
I'm here to learn. We can, but you are late. I will not tolerate lateness in the future. Well, you can blame Adrian. Can you just apologize to the professor, please? I apologize. apologize. Can we just get started, guys, please? Blame Adrian. But you're lacking sincerity. I will still start this class. Welcome to map reading. In this class, you will learn the basics of reading and navigating through a map. I will provide you with a map, but since we are lacking of time already due to your tardiness, I will not stick around to help you. On this map is an X. The X is your goal. Get to the X and you have passed the basics and we can proceed to the next class. If you fail to do so, it is no matter to me because you have been late and I will not help you more than that. And so you guys see, he hands you, hand you an X. And you guys are familiar enough at this point with the camp having gone to most of its uh, outlying regions that you see that the X leads to the arena that you guys originally performed your sword fighting in. Okay. But... In character, what I'm going to make you guys do is you are all going to have a group roll, and the average is going to determine where you guys end up at. But I, but I have advantage because I have wandered no. the wilderness my whole life. No, no, okay. Because there's a difference between wandering and knowing the land you're familiar with and reading a map in an unknown region. Okay, that's fair. <clears throat> all right, group roll. You said. Yep. All right. All right. That, that hit my phone. Should I re-roll, or do you want me to keep it? Keep it. Okay. Kate, what's your roll? Three. Sorry. Nine. Nineteen. Seventeen. Fifteen. So you guys have an average of 10.3. Okay. So, around, around about 10.3. So... You know it is in the general area of the arena, but due to your reading of the map, you don't entirely know where. Hmm. And so you guys are all uh, kind of around the drawbridge and moat, but because of the simplicity of the map, you don't realize entirely where the X is denoting. Fuck! So would we be like... Lost! So would we be technically like outside of the arena? Yes. Like, okay. Well, Val, I, I feel like you have the most experience with this sort of thing. I've experienced in running the wood, traveling, kind of wandering about, knowing where to go from and where we were. This map is simple. It's not detailed enough. 
can try again if you'd like me to. Can read it well enough as it is. Give it a shot. I'll try to. So Val, you hold up the map to try and better discern what it is that you are looking for. Okay. So <clears throat> basically just give me a straight d20 roll again to see if you can find out any more information on this map. Five. <laughs> so it, it looks the same to you. It, it still looks like it's in this general area, but you can't figure out where exactly the X is supposed to be. Okay. Am I able to try? You can since try. Since I am an outlander. Yeah, go ahead and try. Six. <laughs> <laughs> the same as Val. I just... I can't seem to place exactly what it is. I, I'm so sorry. We're, we're late because of I, me. All right, Axe. Um, are you familiar with maps? With, with, with nautical ones, but not, not really with, with land maps. Um, but may, I, can, I can look. Maybe, maybe you should give it a try. Okay. Natural 20. That's what we need. So you see that this X is pointing you to inside the building. Lemon. As you walk in, you see in the stack of hay bales in the room that are, the hay bales are acting as obstacles for this arena. And you see in the hay bales, there is a crate with a red X marked on top of it. Look, look, look at that over there. That, I think that's, I, I think that's the, the X. Good job, X. Thank you. Good job. Thank you, X. And so you open up the crate? Yeah. And in it is just a piece of paper that just has an A plus written on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hold it over my head just victoriously. We got an A plus. Uh, all right. So what this is going to look like is for your perception. Um, Axe, you get a plus one. Uh, Val and Kitty, you get a minus one. And then when and Soren, you have just a plus zero. So everyone add uh, whatever that is to your, your modifier. Axe, as you hold this piece of paper over your head, you hear the bell toll. And that it means it is time for your next class, your fourth class of the day. All right, well, we better get going to our next class. We don't want to be late again. Yeah, we can't be late this time. I'm sorry, guys. It's not your fault. No worries. At least we've shown that we were proficient and we can manage it. So you guys are in Spells 101. So you are in the, uh, <laughs> the wizard room. I want to show you guys this because it's... It's one of my favorite rooms with this map going to 3D. Oh, that's cool. Oh, wow. Right? So that's where you guys are. So as you enter, you see a gray-haired lady. You see a electricity in her eyes. She's very lively, which seems against her age. So it's not Professor McGonagall. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and 
She looks at you and she says, Well, hello, children. It is so good to meet you. I am Adina Stormbringer. And today, I will teach you the basics of spellcasting. We will start with the basics, which is in order to cast a spell, you need to know three things. A spell is either cast through verbal components, somatic components, or material compo components. However, spellcasting can still be hindered without having practice or innate ability to cast. And she looks at Kata. What, what is your name, darling? It's Kaida. Oh, Kaida. You have a very interesting energy within you. A wild sort of magic that feels almost ageless. How, how did you come across such magic, my dear? I mean, well... One day when I was younger and I lost my parents, I had a spirit guide me and... Uh, a spirit? Yes, and it, it led me to a sorceress named Theodora. I... I have not heard of her. These spirits, do they just guide you or...? Yeah... What happened with them? I, I guess you could say that. Interesting, you're... The magic that courses through you almost seems to be more natural. Something that can't be studied or learned. It feels like it is a part of you. I mean, the sorceress has taught me basics, but she had sent me here so I could learn more in depth. Huh. Have you... Are you able to control this magic? It's so... wild. I mean, not really. I was I was hoping more to, to learn how to control it here. I see, I see. Well, hopefully I can help you with that. Um... What, what about us? Uh, can we do any magic? Uh, sure. Anyone can do magic with enough uh, studying and practice. You just have to have the right components. And so uh, here I'll teach you a verbal component, which you can cast spells through speaking. Uh, somatic components, which you can cast spells through uh, moving your hands, your fingers, your body, just gesturing. Or uh, for those of you who do not have innate magic abilities, you can cast through components. So you can take a, a diamond and you can pull magic through it and cast a spell. What if you have magical abilities through an item already? Well, that would be, kind of be seen as a component. If you have an artifact or anything of that sort, you could cast magic through it. I have this ranked as a, a channel. Through the magic to flow through. Yeah. Imagine it like a, a conduit. Okay. I, I have a magical ring, magical item. Interesting. May, may I see it? Uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to be taking it off, but if you would Just like... Just let me examine it, would you mind? 
around my finger, if that, if that will do. That's fine. That's perfect. And okay. she, she grasps her hand and says, Oh, see, now that is one of the differences of magic. This item is imbued with magic. Although you are not casting a spell through it, this item more casts a spell through you. Okay. Do you, do you kind of do you kind of understand the difference? I think so. It's like you are the conduit rather than the item. It, yeah. Uh, You're not forcing the way of magic through the ring, but rather this this ring has already had a spell sewn into it, if you will. That makes sense. The two magical items that I do have, it's almost kind of like subconscious, like like I'm breathing. Like you do not control them, but they act almost by themselves. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so that is one of the differences between a magic item and someone who can use magic. Okay. Does that, does that make sense? Yes, Mr. Stormbringer. Th- thank you. I, I, I was just curious. Family's artifacts. Yes, of course. So I'd like to ask you all, um, uh, are any of you besides my dear Kaida magic users? My hand flings up. Oh, me, me, me. Oh, you are. I know magic. Yes? Yeah. Well, what magic have you done before? I just cast Gust. <laughs> and her hair, like, blows back. Her gown blows back. <laughs> wow, now that is what I call a Stormbringer, much like myself. <laughs> That was me clapping, by the way. I was clapping for myself. <laughs> what about what about the rest of you? Do you know magic, or do you just want to learn magic? Soren just kind of puts his head down as he's holding his necklace. Because he's, like, not sure. He feels like he knows, but he doesn't... He's, he's kind of confused. He feels like he knows some sort of magic, or that he's from some sort of magic plain, but he's not sure, so he just kind of keeps his head down and is twirling his necklace. I see you have a uh, an item on your chest. Uh, yes. What uh, what is it, can I ask? I, I don't, I don't really know. Um, I've, I've had it for as long as I can remember. Some, sometimes I talk to it, and things happen. You speak to it? Well, yeah. Um, it, it's, it's more like I'm speaking to myself, but... It, I don't know, it's kind of confusing. I'm, I'm not really sure. Interesting. It almost sounds like a... a form of prayer. Would I, would I be correct in that assumption? I guess. So, I'm sorry, but to me, I, I, I do not think that that item is casting magic. May, may I see it? I, I don't want to take it off. Well, I just, as long as I can touch it. Okay. Just kind of walk towards her and... And she reaches out and she just kind of cups it in her hand. She says, 
I'm sorry to disappoint, my dear boy. This is not a magic item. I, I'm not sure what this is. It, it almost feels like... Almost like a device for prayer. Kind of shrug my shoulders. Very interesting. Uh, I would recommend that you ask somebody who could do some research into this item. Maybe, maybe a paladin or a cleric. Uh, I, I do not know much about the gods, but this almost feels linked to something beyond myself. Well, do we have a paladin or a cleric here? Uh, no. But you can speak to Mr. Tomorrow. Uh, okay. He knows. He's a very knowledgeable man. You know, I was actually a part of his his original party. Uh, did you know that? What? That's kind of cool. Uh, yes. Yeah, he, he helped me develop a, a spell that let me turn myself into a cloud. That's why I'm here, but uh, that's besides the point. All right, well, I kind of look at everybody. Shall, shall we get started with the lesson? That is a very good so. idea. Um, so I'm gonna, you you two magic users, Kaida and Axe, uh, those are, that's correct, right? That's your names? Yes. Okay, yeah. okay. I just want to make sure I have that right. So you two, uh, I'm kind of gonna separate you. You guys, I'll, I'll be teaching verbal and somatic components, components on how to uh, speak magic through you and how to gesture and use your body to cast spells. Uh, the other three of you, I'll, I'll give you some basic components, and through those, you can cast some some very uh, basic spells. Does that sound good? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. 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 So basically, uh. Out of game, this isn't gonna affect any of your guys' spell casting abilities or anything like that. She kind of just teaches you guys all the basics so that uh, later on in the campaign, uh, uh, Soren, uh, Wen, and Val, you guys are gonna be able to utilize components if you desire to to cast spells. Um, Kata and Axe, uh, she basically just runs you guys through the basics of. Uh, if you have a verbal component in a spell, if you're gagged or can't speak, you're not going to be able to cast this, that particular spell. Um, somatic spells. If you guys are gesturing to use the spells, um, if you guys are tied down or paralyzed, you can't cast that particular spell. And she basically just runs you guys through that. Um, but then you guys hear the bell toll. And as you all shuffle out, Axe, as you leave, she places her hand on your shoulder. And she leans into you, so only you can hear, and she says, Axe, yeah. my darling, during your free time tonight, could you please come see me? Sure, sure, yeah, sure. Oh, great. And then she lets you all go. Am I kind of turn around as I'm walking away. Am, am I in trouble? No, no, I just uh, would like to speak to you. Oh, okay. And you all leave. Um, and at this point it is uh, dinner time. And you guys head back to the cafeteria for dinner. I look at Val. 
Remember what we talked about? <sighs> yes. It's up to you. You promised. I... Fine. Unless you move, I won't. Thank you. So as you guys enter the cafeteria, you notice... No one is uh, talking as much as a, they were before lunch. There are m- more hushed tones between the different cabins. Um, the energy is lower. It's like that after the food fight, after being yelled at by the teachers, being pulled apart, being uh, scolded by them, has knocked everyone down a notch. And you can feel that tension in the air as you look at the red cabin with uh, Adrian almost acting as their leader. Um, You can feel their anger towards you, but through the rest of the cabins you just feel almost apathy. They feel uh, regret about what they've done, but they also feel like they don't they don't care about your cabin. They don't regard you any differently due to the food fight, but they feel a guilt towards being scorned by the teachers, scolded by the teachers. Well, I, th- I think we should just eat our dinner and move along to free time. Mm. I'm already eating. <laughs> I see that uh, Axe has agreed. I, I, I just want to eat and get out of here. Fine. Go back. When? 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 What do you, what do you think? Um... I'm very torn right now. About, about what? About the way that his foster brother addressed a part of our friend group and based off of what all of you told us earlier, I don't want to cause a scene, but I I do want to say something, but I think I will hold my composure as a lady and I will hold my head high as I hope Kata will. And I, I understand, Kata, I understand your fear, but you leaving quickly is only going to give him a win. If you sit down and enjoy a dinner with your family, with your friends here, it's going to show him that you are not scared of him. You're right, Wynn. I will not let him hold me back. Because we have your back. Kate, it's... It's already been handled. I made sure of that. We kicked his ass. I do appreciate it, guys. You Scott Sterling, that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I just lean over to Kaida. Remember what I told you. Thank you, Swan. Thank you, you Axe. You're welcome. You would all see Adrian. He has, like, that little, like, piece of, like, medical tape over his (laughs) (laughs) He has, like, bruises under his eyes. He got some cramp in a nostril. You you see him sneeze and, like, a little bit of mashed potato comes out. (laughs) (laughs) He's, um, uh, got the tampon up his nose to stop the thing. Yeah. (laughs) The good old camp tampon. 
just like eating my food with my middle finger just slightly out on the <laughs> You bend the prongs of the torque so it forks so it has a middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> just each bite just <laughs> pointed directly at him. You do the, like the whole like what's the fucking box where it has the clown it's like do 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 a jack in the box. Yeah. <laughs> middle finger. <laughs> As long as it's a middle finger and not a clown, I'm cool with it. <laughs> so as you guys all uh, discuss and eat your dinners, uh, you hear the bell toll again for your final class of the day. <sighs> but you guys are already, I mean, sore and your hands are still rope burned. I forgot yeah. your hands. Oh yeah, all my hands are you guys are still bruised and battered from your first class with Sir Diggory where you guys fought each other. It has been, after uh, the lives you've lived in the first day of camp, it has been a hell of a day. You're all uh, almost exhausted from just the, the physical torment this day has caused. Soren's kind of rubbing his eyes as the bell's going off. Well, I, I suppose we should go to our final lesson. I I agree. Let's just get this day over with. Let's get it over. I just wanted to go back to the cabin, shuffle some cards, and go to bed. I did forget to mention, uh, Winifred hasn't had her mask on all day. I totally, she totally forgot about it just due to the dream that happened. And the exhaustion. And, yeah, the exhaustion, everything. I I don't think it, we I, we really even noticed because of how fucking traumatic this, this whole yeah, day has been. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, but I'm, I'm also mentioning that to the DM. It has well. been brutal. I, I kind mean, of figured because... Tear gassed yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Having yeah. gone through, like, getting fucking, like, donkey punched <laughs> by the wipeout course. Um, so you guys all head to your next class that you all selected, which is hand-to-hand combat. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh man. And not perjuring. Fuck. You guys have had one brutal fucking day. Yeah. So you guys go back to the arena where you started your day. <laughs> and you see a absolute fucking unit of a lady. Is her name Helga? Standing there. (laughs) And like, words cannot describe how big and muscular she is. She has short cropped hair. She looks almost militant. Louisa from Encanto? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, that's so much better than what I had. Her name's Tina. <laughs> oh God! She's, oh Tina! She is massive. Her biceps, with you guys being twelve years old, her biceps are bigger than your heads. Oh! She has the thighs oh. of a fucking tree. Dude, R.I.P. As you guys walk across the drawbridge into the arena, she says, "I could give two rat pricks." about a formal introduction. All I'll tell you is I'm Tina the Skull Crusher. I'm gonna teach you hand-to-hand combat. Everybody roll initiative. <laughs> okay! 
<laughs> also, by the way, as she says that, Winifred's face just like lights up. She's excited and she is fucking ready to go. Max, you have the first Gora. Do I have Axe? Oh, Axe. That, that would be me. You looked right at me, so I was like, I got, even you saying his name, I got confused. You're looking straight at me. ADD brain. Am I pissed right now? At all? No. You're probably just exhausted. Okay. Maybe a little scared of Tina. You might be a little scared. She's fucking huge. She's like almost two and a half times your size. But she hasn't like yelled at me or anything or called me stupid or anything. Just that she doesn't give a fuck about introductions and she's about to fight you. Alright, I'm just I'm just gonna go straight up to her then, I guess. And just And this is full on hand to hand combat. You have no weapons. You're gonna ro- be rolling strictly like unarmed attacks. Yeah, so I'm just gonna go <laughs> with like her thigh, because that's what I need. Roll your D20. Ten. I half expected you to be like... Yeah, you're more like a mosquito on a dog. (laughs) (laughs) That does nothing to her. Val, your turn. You have six seconds. I am going and I'm gonna punch her straight in her muscular booby. (laughs) Roll. That's called a pectoral dick. Nineteen. Yeah, you hit her. All right. Uh. So your unarmed attack would probably be—I think it's a four or something. Four? Or out of the way. It Mark. just says three bulging. There you go. So then, yeah, you do three bulging. That's it. Yep. Yeah. All right. That's it. Fuck my roll. <laughs> <laughs> So now we are on to Kata. 16. Does not hit. Rip. Ooh. She's wearing like fucking plate it's armor to a bunch of kids beating the shit out of her. She is wearing just basic fucking clothing. Oh my god. Her armor's inside. So she's, just she's wearing so ripped like ripped jeans and like it a just... tank top. <laughs> Jeez, dude. She's just so and you hit her and she just like looks at you. Ugh. Now we are on to uh, Tina's turn. Oh, great. Oh, God. So she looks at you, Val, and she reaches out to grab you. Roll dexterity. She grabs you, opens a collar of oh, your shirt, <laughs> she picks you up, right. and she fucking yeets you in the course wall. Of course she yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you take six damage. Oh, <laughs> So what, he's got one hit point Bro, left? that's a lot of health. No, I got like fucking seven. Seven? Seven. Oh, seven. yeah, that's right. And then she uses her bonus action. Oh, oh no. no. And she grabs uh, Soren. Great. And she punches you straight in the sternum. Mm. Oh. Um, what's your AC? Eight. 
So what's awesome about her is her plus to hit is 13. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So she hits you. Uh-huh. She hits you hard. Yeah, I'm sure she does. This is so fair. You take nine damage. Well, I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So she punches you and you go down like a fucking sack. Yeah, uh, I am uh, negative two HP right now. (gasps) Oh, no. She screams out, come on, children, fight me. Well, I'm dead, so. (laughs) And that's on to win. Do I need to turn in my character sheet or? Yeah, you're just unconscious. You're fine. Mm, great, love. I won't make you do death saving throws for this. You're just unconscious. Awesome. She has enough care um, that she's not trying to kill. She does literally fuck kill. this bitch. <laughs> this, she's not about to kill a twelve year old. She's beating the shit out of one. <laughs> <laughs> she's teaching her. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Uh huh. So I'm gonna go ahead. Well, if she's engaged already by all of them. I would like to take my unarmed strike. Ooh, that's um, a two, because I have a minus two on my unarmed strike, plus zero bludgeoning. But I would also so what's like- So what, what's your roll against your AC? Her, my AC? Against her AC, you have to roll to see if you get past oh, her AC. Oh, four. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Yeah. So again, you, you much like Kaida hit her, and like it, it did nothing to her. We like she shake our hand. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, now it is Soren's turn. Well, I'm dead, so. <laughs> and now it's Axe's turn. So I'm pretty pissed. Do I get to do anything cool? It's up to you. Okay. Depends on if you want to hide your powers or not. It's not really something I can hide. Is go the, for it. Is the thing. So I'm going to create a tentacle. Oh boy. Oh. Right behind her. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just gonna thwap her with a big ass tentacle. <laughs> does, it, does it suction on so her face? No, it, what's the AC so it's. Or the DC's. Yeah, yeah, it's plus three. Um, so what do I have to roll higher than? You have to roll. I got a 13. 20. Not an active 20, but... You hit her. Dirty one? Yeah. yeah. So, tentacles come up from the ground, wrap themselves around her legs, and you almost see, like, frost creep around her legs. And roll a d8. Yep. Four. She goes, what the fuck? This is hand to hand. <laughs> and then it is, uh, Valster. I'm going... Actually... I'm going to... Is she about double my size? Yeah. I'm gonna sneak underneath her legs. She can see you. That's fine, but as a halfling, I can sneak underneath her legs stealthily. I think you could, but she's looking right at you. You guys are all, like, lined in front of her. Alright. Then I'm just I'm just gonna go for an unarmed strike right where it hurts the most. It's a 16. Look, your unarmed strike is a plus 40. Yeah, it's a 16. You don't hit her. Okay. That's brutal, team. And now we're on to Kaido. 
So I'm just gonna try and hit her in dead center in the throat. Oh, I don't like oh, that face. No. So you go to swing at her and you trip and punch the ground. Ooh. And Ooh. It's a 1d4 again. Oh! Yowza. Hate to see Two damage. Oh, two damage? Yep. So I'm at seven. And now it is uh, Tina's turn. Great. And she looks at you kind of after trying to attack her and she's just gonna punch you in the side of the head. Can oh. I try and dodge her? That would be a bonus. You could have you, like, if you were to have held your dodge or reaction, you could have, but... You already passed your reaction. What's your AC? Uh... Yeah, she gets past that. Oof, yep. Roll, uh, um, D100. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, fuck. Baby. So you, not only do you take three damage... Oh, God. You feel the magic in your body course through you as you get hit, and you turn into a potted plant. Oh! Mm. All right. Oh! Wow. All right. So <clears throat> while you are, while you are a plant, you are incapacitated and have vulnerability to all damage. If you drop to zero hit points, your pot breaks and your form reverts. But you are a potted plant right now. And the rest All of right. you see Tina's eyes widen with surprise. And she's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> and now we are on to Gwen. Alright, so I'm gonna try to strike her in the ribs. This is 17. Oh, well, minus 2. So 15. You don't of course not. Why would I? <laughs> Fuck this bitch, bro! She's a teacher and you're 12 year old. Fuck this teacher, bro! Sorry, your turn. Sorry? You got six seconds. I'm dead. Oh, oh shit, yeah, you sorry. Are. <laughs> you are unconscious. That's my bad. I forgot you're unconscious. And then it's back to Axe. I am going to. How tall is this room? This room is like fucking huge. It's two stories tall. So about 20 feet. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna try to knock her down with the tentacle. So you're gonna sweep the legs down? Yeah. Sweep the legs. No mercy. Another dirty 20. Ooh. Right. You sweep her legs and nice. knock her down to the ground. Seven. 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 Val, you're up. That's six seconds. I'm gonna like kind of move to the side of her. Like Joker. Yeah, I've just seen her try to go for Axe and I'm just gonna go straight, straight, (laughs) go for straight like to her ribs, but almost like to her ribs inside of her armpit, just like fucking BOM! Oh, 22. Uh, it just says three bludgeoning, so three. Okay. It is on to Fred. I'm a plant. I can't do anything. Nothing, 
She waves her leaves. Yeah. <laughs> I just wave my leaves because I, I can't do anything. Or can I like have vines that like reach out and like? You can you can't do anything as a plant like from uh, the standpoint of doing anything extra, but you can still cast spells as long as they're not uh, verbal. Oh. Or I can use my breath weapon. I'll allow it. It's kind of like the sunflower from Mario. <laughs> <laughs> so are we doing? So am I doing? Yeah, do your breath weapon. Alright, so. Yeah, your potted um, plant, you're a sunflower. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I like sunflowers. Um, so I can exhale in a 5 by 30 foot line. Um, it says dex um, 13, half damage on success. She does not succeed. So she takes full damage. Oh. Fuck this bitch up! Alright, um. Says for 2d6 acid damage. Two. Three. So five. And then roll another d100. Zero. So it'd be 100. That'd be 100. Oh, 100. Your size increases by one size category for the next minute. Yes! <laughs> a much bigger pot. <laughs> I'm okay with that. And then, as this happens uh, to her, as she feels you guys have knocked her on the ground, she stands up, and then she rages. Oh, oh great. No. Lovely. Awesome. Can't wait to see where this goes. I will oh wait, I'm dead. Speed is, is slow. You're unconscious. You're not. I don't know if that makes a Fucking dead. I'm negative two HP. It's nice. bullshit. So, <clears throat> Val. Val Kilmer. Roll for dexterity. I'm gonna do strength. Okay. Just know she's a raging barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> Is it below a 27? <laughs> no. Yes, so fucking yes, bro. It's seven. Oh, God. So she picks you up again and yeets you Okay, into a wall. Okay. So, what do I take? You take 12 damage. Oh. He's dead. I'm out cold. Okay. Fuck! So you're not out. She looks over at you, Win, and just fucking punches you. I'm worse than him. So, what's your AC? Nine. <laughs> yeah, she gets past that. <laughs> and then you take seven damage. Okay. And now we are on to Win. Um, I am going to go up to her and attempt to hit her again, like right, like, like right in the rib cage. Six. 
16 minus 2. Doesn't hit. No, yeah. Ass. So, is there anything physically different with her now that she's raging? Like, no. We can't tell that she's raging, really? No, she just got angry. Nice. I'm terrified <laughs> because I'm seeing her just kick the asses of all my friends. So, I'm just gonna kind of crouch and huddle, protect myself as much as <laughs> I can. Are you gonna hold any sort of uh, action, like dodging or anything like that? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Val? You're done, never mind. Kid? I mean, so since I did my breath weapon, is that considered a spell or no? No, it's part of your uh, racial treatment. I can't really do anything other than like maybe slap her across space with a leaf, but (laughs) I don't think that's going to get us anywhere. I'll allow it because she's close enough to you. (laughs) All right. That you can try and hit her with a leaf. All right. 15, is that considered an un- unarmed strike? Sure, yeah. Alright, so that's gonna be a dirty 20. Yeah, you, you hit it with a lead. Of course! <laughs> that's four bludgeoning damage. I. It's like the little dark thorny part of the lead that's meant to like deter insects. Alright, alright. I'll take that, I'll take that. Now it is back to Tina. So she looks over at you, having been bothered by cyclones. And she she goes to grab you by your stab and snap. <gasps> Does a 16. Oh my god! Yeah. Damn. Okay, so you're gonna take 12 damage. I'm unconscious. Okay. Um, and roll a D1. Uh, What's happening right now? Eight. She's beating her ass. What was it? Eight. Of six right now. So a bunch of little butterflies and flower petals flutter in the air around like a ten foot uh, circumference around you for the next minute. And you seem to like sprout sprout from your chest as you revert back to human form. Or so is that like my form of seeing stars since I'm unconscious? Yeah, you have all these butterflies like going around you and flower petals around you. Butterflies. She yells out, come on, children, fight me! And then she is going to hit uh, Axe. Great. I'm about to get one shot. Does a... No, that's not even going to matter. Does a 32 hit? No. No, it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it does, bro. (laughs) Does a 32 hit? So that's gonna do 12 damage. Holy moly. That one shot me. Win. And now it's left to win and uh, that's it. Yeah, it's, yeah, everyone's. Well, so she turned to go towards Axe, so do I have advantage on her now? Fuck it, why not? I forgot I was holding. So I'm gonna try to go for like, since I'm behind her, I'm gonna go for like a kidney shot. Oh, right into her stainless steel obliques. Uh-oh. <laughs> 91? 91? No, I Party roll bell. a 2 and a 7. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> roll plus your... 
Oh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a minus two, so five. <laughs> five is literal zero. Yeah. You, yeah. You punch her, and again... My hand breaks. Yeah, it's nothing to her. Like, she does not give a fuck about what you yeah. just did to her. Yeah. All right, so I'm just going to, like, wait for her to turn around and be like, take me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she looks at you and... Yeah, that's gonna hit. Um, Does a 64 hit? <laughs> that's a 25. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, so you take a lot of damage. Oh, I'm, I'm... Cool, we're all dead. Great campaign, everyone. She, she stands there and she claps her hands together and you all are all healed. Um, but as she does so, you see almost a burst of light within her um, of a magic she can't control, and all of her hair falls out and goes to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> like eyebrows and stuff too? All of her hair. Nice. Naked mole rat. Every hair on her body falls out onto the ground around her, and it's like, you know when you like go get your hair cut, and it's just like a shitload of hair around the chair? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is around <laughs> So, I fucked do you. the carpet match the drapes? Yeah, I was just gonna ask, is she wearing a, uh, a dress or pants? <laughs> Dude, I you fucking think, wake she's, up. She's wearing jeans and a tank top. Okay, thank uh, you. I fucking wake up and I'm like, <laughs> God damn it, when I... I, I... <sighs> and you see this this woman who had had short hair is now bald. <laughs> Good, I'm glad. I'm glad you're fucking bald. You see, like... Mr. Clean over here. Hot and leaves on the ground around Kaida. Dead butterflies and leaves everywhere. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking malting teacher. And she says, Well, children, uh, I hope you learned something from this hand to hand combat. Yeah, don't ask. I will see you uh, a couple days from now. We get uh, oh. oh my god. Well, you guys all learn. Oh. That, I feel like, didn't teach us anything other than the fact that you got to beat us up. I guess next time I'll have to sneak a dagger into my fucking boot. No, that's Well, that would negate hand-to-hand combat, huh? Yeah, well, yeah. Fuck you. And you hear uh, the bell pull. <laughs> and, uh, Kaido, she pulls you aside. Oh, boy. And she says, uh, I, I noticed when you cast magic, you can't control it. You have a, a wilder type of magic. Well, much like myself. I, uh... I am what's known as a wild magic barbarian. When I cast a spell, like when I healed you, I, I can't control it. If you ever need help or guidance with your powers, please, please, don't hesitate to ask me. I know I just, uh... Beat the shit out of you. <laughs> but uh, that doesn't mean I'm not your teacher. I'm, I'm not a mentor. I'm not a friend. Uh, I'm here for you. Uh, I mean, I, I guess. I, I don't know why I should trust you. That was very brutal. Just because I'm brutal doesn't mean I can't teach you. I feel like you didn't teach us anything other than you just beat the crap out of us. How is that Unless, teaching? You'll learn from it. You'll learn to not get the crappy crappy out of you. <laughs> Alright, whatever you say. I'm just exhausted. 
Can I go now? Yeah, of course, the, the bells did toll. Thank you. And so as you guys leave the arena once more and progress to your cabin, you see, uh, you pass Mr. Tomorrow's cabin, the headmaster of the school. And what's everyone's passive perception again? Eight. Uh, seven. Sixteen. Sixteen. Fourteen. So, Val, Wynn, and Soren, as you guys pass Mr. Tomorrow's cabin, you see through the window into his study, and you see him uh, speaking to the woman in the purple gown. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Thanks for listening to Battles and Brews at D&D Podcasts. Check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash battles and brews. That's patreon.com slash the word battles, the letter N, and the word brews. For exclusive content, interaction with us directly, and merchandise coming soon. If you enjoyed listening, don't forget to follow on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Also, don't forget to follow our socials. Until next time, this, this is, is Battles and Brews. And brews.